Play like a really funny new song. I'll try. Like um in post production. Yeah, but like make it like be like some like hard rock. Like hard rap. Ooh, yeah, like a rap song. Yeah. And then be like just kidding. <laughs> Deal. Okay. And so um, should I say episode fifty one or should I say season two, episode one? Mm, no. Oh, please read to me episode. You could say actually it's one. just fifty one. We're still gonna count, right? Yeah. Episode 51, otherwise known as Season 2, Episode 1. Yeah, it's Episode 1, right? No, it's 51. Cheers, Jimmy. Cheers. For your beer and my ice. Yep, don't eat an ice cube, please. Yep, I will refrain, even though it's all I want to do all day long. It's what I do all day long. Pretty sure my enamel and my teeth are wearing away as we speak. Well, we're back and we're better than ever. Sort of. I need to come to life. I ate a really big dinner. You did. Um, today is Jimmy and I's actual, our um, two-year wedding anniversary. Oh, uh-huh. I don't have the applause sound. Oh, yep. So we went out to dinner in Columbus, obviously, and we got a, a really good, it was like Asian food from Basil. Yeah, it's like Thai food, I think. Yeah. Um, we got some sweet and sour tofu, which was amazing, and then some green curry, which was really good, and some sweet potato fries. I don't know. It was just, it was really good. Yeah. Um, the spice though, they always ask you like what level of spice do you want? And we always say like the hottest and I don't think they ever, it's never hot. It was hot, but it wasn't, it wasn't like yeah. very hot. I'm telling you, you're on a different level. You make fun of me, but yes, it's hard to eat mm. your tofu scramble. I haven't even put any spices in it lately. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, it's our anniversary. We didn't really do anything else to celebrate. We're podcasting. Yeah. I mean, we're, you're pregnant. Yeah. I'm really pregnant. Last year we, we were on the road. I think we podcasted. Last year we were, we were on starting a, the podcast last year. Yeah. Last year we were on a boat on our anniversary. Was that our anniversary? I'm pretty sure we were on a boat. Uh, do you know, <laughs> we can make that, uh, something you earn. What? Um, that I think it. Oh. No, actually, neither of them are up. So, like, episode four was called Famous Vegans. Yeah. And it was a part one and part two. Part two was so... Horrific. Horrific that I got rid of it because yeah. we were blackout drunk, essentially. Well, I mean, we were on vacation and... We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. But it's the first show with, with the current microphones and it all of our production good. equipment. It's the first good-sounding show. We did two in a row. Yeah. And I left one up for like six months, but then when we interviewed Moby, pulled it. I was scared that he might be like, "What's the show I'm going on?" And Pull listen. up our list, see famous vegans, say, "I'll listen to that one." Yeah. And well, we didn't make fun of him. I did. I was like, "Is Moby even like relevant?" Oh. And then I pulled him up. Oh. Well, then I pulled him up on Spotify, and I was like, "Holy cow, he's still." He's still a thing. Has a lot of listens. But anyways, that's dead. If you click on Famous Vegans. Don't click it, on it. You c- it won't 
It well, it doesn't open. matter. I still have them somewhere, though. Maybe that can be a special release. That, no. That was, I mean, well, the premise of the, the show was just anybody who's vegan who's famous. But there's really not a lot of information there. It's just once you say, like, this person's vegan, you move on. I'm, you know? I'm going to listen to it. No. <laughs> and see if that... I just remember the only thing I remember from that show is that you were like, uh, Queen Bee is a vegan. And I was <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Did you just refer to Beyonce as Queen Bee? Well, so, I'm just that cool. Anywho. Well, a year later, here we are. Two years later, two babies. Almost. Yep. I'm really pregnant. Um, it was great two years. Good job. Yeah. So we're like moving said, forward. We've got eight more to go. Eight more what? Children? Eight more years. Oh, yeah. Until we have to renew our marriage license. Yeah, that's the rule. <laughs> ten <laughs> marriage licenses should only last ten years. Yep. And then you have to get remarried if you're still interested. That that's that's gonna happen. I think that's a terrible what? recommendation. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> I think it's a good one. You know, reevaluate things. See if it's still working for you. In ten years, if this isn't working, you get a get out of jail free card. No, Go. that's terrible. There's no get out of jail free. All right, whatever. Stuck together. Okay. Anyways, um, so what else is going on? Um, Well, season two, before we get started, um, the one thing we don't ask enough at the beginning is to rate us on iTunes. Mm -hmm. I always say that at the end, but I want to say it at the beginning. um, If you listen to the show, the number one thing you can do to help the show is go to iTunes. Don't even have to write a rating. Just click all five five stars stars and move on if you've done it already we appreciate it you can do it on podbean also or any other podcast place but itunes is the biggest um, place to grab it and every time someone clicks five stars or whatever we make um, five dollars yeah right we don't make a penny but it moves us up the list and next time someone searches vegan we might be farther up that list yeah and uh and then that gets more people exposed to it and then someone's like a little wayward vegan out there, and then they listen to this podcast, and they're like, oh, look, they're normal. I could do that. That's how it goes. Yep. Lisa got recognized at, uh, at a, farmer's market. a farmer's market the other day. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I was like, are you, I'm sorry to stalk you, but are you Lisa? And I was like, um, yes. They were super nice. Yeah, no. She, well, uh, one of those girls that um, she was with, I used to work out with at this, that like workout place in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was like, very athletic. Very cool. Yeah. So, what else is going on? Um, season two, not many changes. Um, Jimmy's going to run through some sort of thing. <laughs> some sort of Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Should I, I do that now? Yeah, I don't know what um, that explains yeah, it. Really, I don't either. <laughs> but um, if you listen to podcasts, um, you've probably heard of Patreon. Have you, though? Um, is it like a normal thing? I hadn't heard of it until my sister asked us if we're doing one or if we've done one i believe it's pronounced patron patreon like patron i guess p-a-t-r-e-o-n um but once i heard it then i noticed more people were doing it oh really and then when i went on to their site it kind of lists the big people who are doing it. and it's a lot of you know well-known names and stuff okay. um but essentially not to bore you too much with it it's uh it's like a crowdfunding thing for someone producing something artistic. It's like donations. Yeah, sort of. Um, the so, way I see it, it's either we advertise with some boring-ass advertisements 
or people donate to us so we don't have to advertise. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's essentially what it is. As we move forward, you know, obviously our schedule has been pretty up and down and back and forth. So we're trying to get more consistent and, um, Patreon, what it, what it is, is it's, it's patreon.com forward slash Lisa beats your meat. We'll take you to our page. And, uh, it's just asking for contributions, I guess you could mm-hmm. say like chipping in, but most Bitcoin. We yeah. accept Bitcoin. <laughs> we will. We can talk about that later. Um, but I don't really know how to explain it, but if you go there, there's really cool videos and we'll, we'll have a video of us explaining it. Um, but it, it essentially was created by somebody who didn't want it advertised, um, but still needed some kind of support from the people they were providing this entertainment to, or whatever you want to call yeah. what we're doing. Um, so essentially, we have two choices here if we want to make any money on this. And we're not trying to live off this podcast, but um, if but we I had did some kind of quit my job, Lisa did quit her job, and what takes us away from this podcast is working to pay That's the bills. That's true. Um, so if we had s- people who listened to the show and wanted to kick in. Um, on this site. No, essentially, we're not asking for like a twenty dollars subscription. No, it's like you can you can choose to like have a dollar come out of your um, account like once a month, or you can make a one-time donation. There's like tiers. I think it's just either you listen to us talk about Blue Apron or Squarespace <laughs> or whatever else. Those the, are like, definitely the the podcast sponsors. Podcast advertisements are. Or you throw us some money and then we don't have to. Isn't yeah. that the gist of it? Pretty much, yeah. I'd say if, if we were going the advertising route would be because we were looking to turn this into some kind of, you know, sustainable income. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're just looking for if you're a listener and you wanna go to Patreon and you wanna contribute, do, do it. it but um and it's there's definitely like definitely not a need. No. I mean we're we're, we're providing Lisa Beats your meat for free. Um, but people have asked us, you know, how they c- can contribute to the show. And again, like I said, the number one way is to review us positively online. Mm-hmm. We just want to expose this to as many people as possible. But if you want to be part of this Patreon and actually want to support the show, there's like tiers that are set up. Mm-hmm. The more p- money you give us, the more we'll give you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll give you that that lost episode two of famous vegans oh that, that'll that'll be like the the tw- no. if you give us 20 bucks we'll give you, that. <laughs> you have to pay like a thousand dollars for that bit it, of my soul and innocence and it, on that podcast it has to like self-destruct after a few minutes yeah it's like a like a audio snapchat they should do that audio snapchat like a, a podcast that disappears yeah we need that we need to make our first few episodes oh disappear oh my gosh that was a genius idea uh, but anyways i'm not going to talk that much about it but if, if you've never heard of patreon even if you're not interested in contributing to our show or any other shows it's a pretty cool site it's and it's it's taking off and it's i think it's going to be kind of a new thing for podcasting yeah to kind of help listeners avoid advertising i would do it just so i don't have to hear a squarespace yeah there's a there's a few shows that i listen to that i would gladly give a buck a month to mm-hmm. for the amount of content i'm getting if i didn't have to have them feed in and out of right of advertisements. advertisements i like like joe rogan puts them all at the beginning yeah well we were listening to one of those like crime ones or whatever and BT Dubs, the theme of season two is vegan crimes. <laughs> yeah, they're so right. popular. It's vegan murders. I'm just kidding. Um, but like we were, one. yeah, we were listening to some sort of crime show on the road, 
And then in the middle of like a serious like murder mystery. Like horrific. Just, yeah, he just popped in and was like, oh, on Squarespace and blah, 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 blah. Just this is how you do it. I was like, what? It's some sort of segue. <laughs> yeah. Anything. The music gets dramatic. Yeah, it was really stupid. Um, but yeah, pretty but much there's, there's three ways to make money on a podcast. You can advertise products for other people. Um, you could advertise something you've created for yourself. Um, but we don't want to do either of those things because they are kind of... I mean, I'm sure there's stuff that we'd gladly advertise that we'd feel strongly about. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'd, we'll, like we'll just... cutting board? Yeah, we'll just openly talk about those things. You but anyways... You weren't listening. I was. You're cutting board. Yeah. But it's not... There isn't a cutting board, so... Okay. Well, I'm going to... Don't give it away. No, it's cool. I was going to make a cutting board, and it's the most ingenious idea. You take... <laughs> Two like p- two cutting boards basically like what if someone plexiglass. steals this idea? You know what? Then it's that's fine. If I'm you p- want one of these, tell Lisa and she'll yeah. she'll fab it up. Yeah. No, if someone wants to steal this idea, it's okay because it's um it's a good thought out into the universe. And if someone turns it into fruition, I had this idea months ago. I didn't do anything with it. You know, that's like someone's like, oh, the iPod was my idea. Well, you didn't do it, so it's you know it's fine. <laughs> but anyways, I want to take two plastic or like the really thick stuff that you make like a cutting board out of the see-through stuff transparent transparent yeah bt i'm really pregnant i can't speak and then i want to glue them together on three sides so that you can slip in your recipe inside of the cutting board so while you're making your dish or whatever you can see your recipe all nice and neat behind protected plexiglass and lisa will have specially fitting recipes yeah. you can slide in there or print yeah, off it's a really good idea it's not a bad idea it's not a bad idea it, it's i'm gonna go on shark tank with it well you could make that a level of patreon <laughs> support well it's, i'm just like there'd be like five made yeah well they made us put tiers so we put like basic a buck a month uh beater which was like five bucks a month mm-hmm. that's like a buck and a quarter a show essentially we're also going to be doing one show a week consistently now um and then we put a couple sillier ones in there but anyways check it out it's patreon.com forward slash lisa beats your meat if you want if you want yeah we don't care you're still a beater if you don't no judgments come on to patreon but if we can get a little bit flowing in from this then we can totally avoid advertising yeah and uh, we figured out what we could make from advertising and we're at the point of listenership that we there are yeah. places we can go to to make a few bucks you know um, we could sell our website also yeah that there's like a dollar amount for it really yeah oh, i guess it's based it's, on hits and stuff yeah it's like a it's a sizable amount Okay. I didn't. I didn't tell you that because we were in a fight, <laughs> and I saw it, and I was like, ah, "I'm gonna have to remember to say this when I'm not mad at you." Well, fair enough. Yeah. No well, worries. let's just keep providing free content. But if you want to kick in, um, and then you know, th- there's a certain level where I don't know. Go look at it. Patreon.com/forward slash Lisa Beach Meat. Um, back to the show though. Yeah. Enough of that boring stuff. So, anyways. That's kind of neat. What else? I'm pregnant. We had a really good meal. Um. Uh, what else? Oh, we had food from the little food truck. Yeah, from the Westgate. Isn't the little mark. kitchen? The little kitchen truck. Yeah. I don't know, but they had a um a salmon lox bagel, and the it was I think the salmon was made out of carrots, like 
I'd they turned carrots into salmon. It was that's ridiculous. That's ma- magical then. because they, sh- they should just sell those salmon lox bagels. I, well, I don't know. The, actual, the milkshake was really good too. So. I was blown away. It was, Never had anything like it in my life. It was Besides delicious. Besides salmon lox bagel. Right. <laughs> in real life. Yeah, it was like, it was almost like slimy, like salmon, yeah, right? But it had like the consistency and the taste and it had a good cream cheese on it. That was and some crazy it stuff. It was just hearty, and I. There's nothing. Oh yeah, it was I'm good. gonna be hunting this truck down all over town. It was a win. It was a win. Unfortunately, um, I don't want to talk negatively about an establishment, but we lost one too over the weekend. Are you <laughs> the burger place. Eden Burger. <laughs> yeah. No, we like so Eden Burger. In I guess Columbus, it just changed. They changed. They renovated and they changed their whole like dynamic. They went from like specialty vegan burgers to. They wanted to become a vegan fast food joint. So it's just, they, they cut their options. So it's just like a burger, a burger and fries and cheese fries and like chicken nuggets or something. All vegan still. And their shake was super good. It was all tasted really well. But Jimmy's just upset because they used to have like specialty, like crazy kind of flavored burgers and they don't have those anymore. Their burgers and fries were like a 10. Yeah. Now their burgers and fries are like a 7. Because it's just a plain burger. It's just a plain veggie burger. Yeah, which is okay, it's but good. I can I can make myself a seven. But okay. I was. So <laughs> you get in the kitchen. You can see Lisa's face right now. It's not accurate. Um, I made waffles for breakfast the other day. You did, and they I made were the vegan waffles. They were the whitest thing. Why were they so white? Because you used white flour. <laughs> I just talked about in the last podcast that I don't even have white flour. And then I came downstairs and, you know, you were in the kitchen. I saw the whole wheat and then I was like, well, there's white flour. I don't know why I have white flour, like, in my kitchen. And then you made them. And they were good. But you know what's really, like, sorry, I'm, like, out of breath. Um, <laughs> You know what's really weird is that they tasted, they tasted good. But it was, like, I wasn't full off of them like I am when I eat, like, pancakes that are whole wheat. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I yeah, think Yeah, I guess it, that makes sense. There's more nutrients yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it was, like... I don't know. It was like they were missing something because they were like white flour. I think it might have just been like a trick in my head, but it was. I haven't had like a white floured pancake in a while or something. <laughs> well, I don't know. It was weird. Well, there wasn't much to them, but no. But I was in the kitchen cooking just for the job. record. So okay, you could recreate an Eden Burger, sure. No. Yeah, you couldn't. Um. Anyways, that was good. And any other food? Um. I really liked the cauliflower steak. Oh, that's yeah. That's been been remembering that for a little bit. Well, that's just, that came because I was just being lazy. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, well, like. How did you make that? Cauliflower wings have been, I've made a lot of cauliflower wings. And it's like a big process of like dredging and putting them in flour and then baking them. And then you toss them in buffalo sauce with like butter. I mean, they're not very healthy for you. They've got a lot of other stuff going on in them. But I made a cauliflower steak. I did the same thing with the dredging, like with the flour, whole wheat flour. Yeah. And um, soy milk. But I didn't I didn't want to make like little tiny wings, so I just cut the cauliflower, the whole cauliflower head into like four steaks and just dredged those four steaks and baked them instead of, you know, the individuals. And well, it was I preferred it, it. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was like heartier. The way it cut and it came was, off. It's pretty dank. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's on your Instagram. You want to see a picture of that? Yeah. Lisa Beach your meat on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, Social media these days. Gotta get on it, man. I think. Do you know I have four Instagrams like set up (laughs) on my Instagram? (laughs) We still have the school one. I have a school one. Get rid of that. I have like a real estate one. I have my personal one and I have Lisa Beats Your Meat. Oh, man. I think for the beaters, Mm -hmm. as I was looking at your cauliflower steak today, that you should post one thing a day that you eat. You okay. just eat, we, I mean, every meal's vegan, so <laughs> yeah. just, like, pick one a day and put it on there. Okay, okay. With a description. Okay. You okay. heard it here first. Get off my back, Lisa man. beats your meat I'm on literally, Instagram. I'm, like, a thousand weeks pregnant, like, <laughs> taking care of a kid, doing real estate, like, running around trying to figure that out. Yeah. Oh, Lisa fell down the stairs. I did, yeah. She I, hurt her foot. I sprained like my foot i couldn't walk for a couple days she's I'm, okay i'm faint maximilian's okay too maximilian's resting on my blood vessels and i have low blood pressure to begin with so i'm like I'm like woozy all the time which i don't know if anybody's ever felt faint out there it's a terrible feeling yeah especially when you do faint yeah we had a couple nice emails people are concerned about you fainting it's, it's kind of scary yeah it's like not cool oh, yeah, we should talk about some of the emails we got no, we'll we, do that we next didn't time. Go over that. If you've sent us an email in the past couple of We're weeks, there's Get been some good on. ones. Um, yeah, I mean, we just have a couple news things to go over. Uh, oh, the Beyond Beef Burger. I don't think it's made it back yet. It hasn't. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Um, in stores, when? but you've gone grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. That's true. I haven't looked for it. Okay. Um, but their facility has opened. It's in Missouri, and it went from a thirty thousand square foot facility to a hundred thousand square foot okay. facility so more than tripled 250 no new workers um, 250 workers yeah that's legit yeah it's, good job that's a legit business that's jobs yeah um, okay okay vegan industry i'm seeing people post about it that are the farthest from vegan yeah um that are it's a good product interested. yeah well actually it's funny i think we've talked about this a little bit before but now that it's becoming more and more popular, there's more and more people talking on these forums and stuff mm-hmm. about it being too meaty. And I don't know when you get to the level of veganism where you're grossed out by something that replicates meat. I I don't. That's a. It weird. didn't gross you out, and you've never really eaten meat. You know, yeah. That's. I don't know when people in ve- like vegans. You guys are complaining. <laughs> Turn it down. That <laughs> the. The repro or the you know fake meat is too meaty. What what do you want? <laughs> that's like almost. Well, it's usually there's if like you do, a you're damned if you don't. Yeah, there's usually a caveat there that says like I know this is good for society and animal agriculture. It's and just I can't do treatment it. of animals, but I just can't do it. It makes me sick because it resembles meat too much. Yeah, but the people that are saying that, like, whenever you say that, I just can't do it. That's that means in turn i can't do it i'm going to judge you for doing it i guess yeah but i'm here to say that i personally love the taste of meat i love chicken i love hamburgers i love steak i love bacon but i don't eat any of those things because i guess a lot of reasons but the taste of them was good the smell of them is good the burgers i never really like i think i talked about that before never really that good but meat does taste good Sorry. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like I've said, I've never had bacon. So I'm wondering if there was a replica of bacon and it was like the exact thing of bacon, how I would feel about it. You would know because you've never had it. Yeah. Uh, but 
Anyways. Their reproductions or their production is back in action. It's big. It's real big. And there's been a lot of talk of the uh, the fake or the lab meat coming mm-hmm. t- too. Yeah. Heard that on some mainstream uh, news outlets? talk shows and news outlets that. Like The View. Over the next like, <laughs> oh God, they were all <laughs> over the news lately. Why? Oh, they had on uh, some conservative, I can't remember. Straight Why after. do those shows do that? Like Bill Maher will always have a conservative on there. And he's but, like, he just rips them. Well, this got one. like nasty. I think Whoopi like is allegedly spit on someone <gasps> backstage. They kicked her out. They were screaming at her. Like, Come on, I don't people. know if you saw Be any of this. civil. No, I haven't. Yeah, politics is getting really disgusting lately. Yes. Can't spit on people. Yeah, there's that's that's an alleged part of it, but a lot of the some of the the words that were thrown around were caught backstage on on tape and stuff. So got pretty nasty. I I would like to think that on camera that the uh, this is way off subject, but that the kind of antics that you see, like on Bill Maher, you know, he yeah. he, he like I don't know, he razzes with his conservative guests, but I would like to think that that's just to get ratings and stuff, and that once they're off stage, you guys are all civil human beings that can speak to one another. Eh, not, it used to be like that. It really that's did, sense. even as a teacher. Um, you know, different politics within the building. It was always like, even growing up, my dad, would, my parents would say this, you know, you, you got to separate the politics yeah. from the person. People just have different viewpoints and different worldviews. That's gone right now. That's it's, sad. It's a, it's a shame. But anyways... Bill Maher and a couple people I think are good at that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he Razin. I don't think he hates. I people. don't think he's spitting on people after. No, there's a there's a lot of hate out there. <laughs> I don't think he he hates. He like seriously disagrees. With, yeah. As conservatives do with liberals and liberals. With, anyways, that's his job. But without the, a conservative uh, viewpoint, he doesn't have a job. Very true. Um, where were we? Go? Oh, the, the lab meat's been popping up on things like that. So okay. that's coming. And then everything we're going to talk about tonight might not matter anymore. <laughs> 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 well, the environmental stuff, it gets very interesting. Uh, we, we're going to talk a little bit about um, an article that's been circulating. If you're um, anywhere into the vegan news on Twitter, Instagram, or real news outlets, um, you've seen this article about... Um, the environmental destruction. Um, this is about straws. No, God, enough about the straws already. <laughs> we were at dinner tonight, and the lady brought over straws, and I was like, "We don't need these because we're environmentalists." Because I was like, joking but yeah. serious, and <laughs> no, but she was like, "Oh, good, I'll tell my boss. Like, you don't need them." And I was like, "Yeah, thank you." Yeah, just like I she saw was on my side. A meme that was like. Starbucks got rid of straws. They did. Guess what they replaced them with? What? <laughs> plastic tops. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's still, a, they had a plastic top anyways that a straw went through, but now it's like the shape of like the top of a coffee cup. Oh. But it's still a punk of plastic. Yeah, but it could be um, biodegradable. It's not. Okay. Um, it could be, but it's not. It's still just plastic. But I think you can't put, can you not put cold brew in a paper cup? I don't know, but Doesn't I was... stay as cold, maybe. Sorry, this is off subject, but I actually read an article today about that plastic, and um, there's, like, five places in the ocean where the plastic's all meeting, and that, because, like, only, you know, 30% of the plastic that was created in all the world has been, like, biodegrading, or do... I think... I don't uh, think any of it has. No, I think they said, like, 30% is. But anyways, that if they had a thousand ships 24-7 um, hauling off as much, like... 500 
like tons of this stuff every single day, it would take 79 years to clear out these things. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we can be done with all that plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, this is more about uh, greenhouse gas emissions. Okay. Um, so this, and I, I try to dig to the bottom of this, but this um, nonprofit agency, it's called the IATP, so the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy, um, did a independent study about they they measure um, how much destruction you're doing um, in terms of greenhouse ga- greenhouse gases with what is it um, metric tons of GHGs. Well, anyways. Um, they're saying that the top five meat and dairy corporations, so JBS, which is a leading processor of beef and pork and lamb in the U.S., um, Tyson Chicken, which we've all heard of, um, Cargill, which is the leading um, feed provider of cattle throughout the the world, and then Fonterra and then Dairy Farmers of America. These are the top five big guys of animal agriculture, whether it's the feed or the cattle or the dairy. Um, Collectively... They produce more greenhouse gas emissions than ExxonMobil, mm-hmm. BP, and Shell, Together? which are the combined. No, individually. So that makes it sound not as bad. But ExxonMobil alone Compared. produces less than those five together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Either way, they're they're in there now. Animal agriculture is in the same category as, as um, ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil. Um, when it comes to destruction of the environment essentially and that's you know we've certainly talked about that before and the uh so the the things that they say so whether it be gas or cattle or whatever um the three ways that they're polluting contribute yeah um obviously direct emissions from facilities machinery things like that Mm -hmm. when it comes to animal agriculture that's going to include uh the methane that comes from from the yeah the digestive system of grazing cows which I guess out of the greenhouse gases is one of the worst. It's like more concentrated, right? Yeah. And it's deadly, silent, but de- it's literally silent, but deadly. SBD. Okay. That's what we used to call it. We didn't. I um, didn't sit around with my, my girlfriends and we're like, hmm, SBD. Like, ever play like doorknob safety? No. You know what that is? Um, something where you fart and then you have to touch a doorknob and then yeah. there's like cereals involved. <laughs> yeah, some sort. see, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you fart, you have to, if, if you don't say safety before someone says doorknob, you have to get to a doorknob okay. and on your way you can be beaten severely. There's no girl that I grew up with <laughs> and I'm friends with that would fart and then we would all be like, ho, 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 you just farted, better call safety. Like, no, there's no discussion, you just yell doorknob. Yeah, that didn't. It wasn't like what we were talking about. That wasn't that wasn't going on. Oh well. If one of my friends farted, we all acted like it didn't happen. <laughs> 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 Nothing to see here. <laughs> well, anyways, um, cow farts. So the direct emissions from whatever the facility may be, and then second one would be indirect emissions. So the what it takes to generate enough energy to keep facilities up and running from electricity. Um, to shipping, mm-hmm. to driving the trucks, the fuel. So that's probably why this is going up because I don't think like the emissions of actual animals um, pollution is going up, but the 
like the amount of meat and dairy that people are requiring is going up. Yeah. So that's why this is getting bigger. And the energy used to clean up their shit yeah. and to try to, you know, transport them to different parts of the country. And Got it. Yeah. And then the third one was uh, the emissions that come from shipping animals. Okay, that's the transportation. So that's the third. Um, moving everything around. And it's the same thing with oil and gas. Uh, it's the moving. The moving and, and the, the, extracting. The, the drilling and all that stuff. So anyways, um, that was an interesting study because these companies, these gas companies or fuel companies have to report out these different levels of emissions mm -hmm. where animal agriculture doesn't. They don't have to. So it's easy to just point your finger and shake your finger at ExxonMobil or BP and right. for what kind of destruction they've been doing. Um, and this has also been pretty big news lately um, in terms of, ooh, we can go back to politics here for a minute. Um, the Everybody Paris. Loves that topic. Yeah, I do. I get a whole podcast on politics. Um, the Paris Accord or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know that much about it. Uh, but most of the world, mm, I think it's 70 or 80% of the world agreed to reduce their carbon emissions. Yes. But and the tried United States didn't, right? We were in it until recently, until June 1st. Um, we said really? we're out. Why? Uh, there's a clause in there that within the first few years, you can declare that you're leaving. It takes a few years to do that. Um, essentially, Donald Trump felt like, and he single-handedly pulled this out of it, that we were getting screwed. That's pretty much his mantra, whether Why? it be trade deals or NAFTA or um, this Paris Accord, that we're taking on a larger burden than other countries. Oh, okay. Um, the good news was, even though we pulled out of it and it pissed off a lot of the world, um, turns out in 2017 and 2018, mm -hmm. we reduced your, our, our emissions. yeah, our pollution more than any other country in the world. Oh, really? Um, even out of this thing, we're, we're doing our part. We're just not into this. So essentially what Donald Trump was concerned with was that it, um, it was going to slow down our production of energy here. Okay. So getting the oil, extracting, fracking, whatever it may be, getting fuels from our own country. But we still are lowering our emissions. We still are, Could yes. we be lowering them more if we uh, If we were in it, we wouldn't have lowered them anymore, but we'd be more in this, like, we're all in this together. Okay. And that's that's so what like people wanted. Image. It is. And it made other countries be like, oh, well, why are we in it? The well, U.S. China's isn't in it. terrible for polluting. China's 30% oh, yeah. of all the pollution in the world comes from one country, China. Yeah, that was another, I guess, criticism of this is... These Asian countries have like no regulations whatsoever. Yeah, and they're they're the few exceptions that um, aren't are really necessarily screwing us over. And they're not in this agreement. Why um, not? And they're plastic. Oh, in that same article I was reading out of the week, which I really like that um, magazine. Oh yeah. But they, uh, like all everything in China is plastic, like everything. <laughs> and they got in yeah, trouble for how it all comes here. Um, they were using like CFCs in their plastic. Did you know that? No. That it was like cheaper to produce some plastics with CFCs. That's why you got to watch what you buy from China. I mean, I know everything's from China, but like I never buy like dog bones or dog treats from China. Yeah, things you're gonna eat or like no you know, things your kids are playing with. But I don't know. It's it gets that gets to be very interesting, especially when it comes to energy. Mm -hmm. So I guess just like the straws. Just like consuming meat. Like, I can sit here and say, oh, I'm an environmentalist more than you are because I don't eat meat. 
Um, but I drive a car that uses a lot of gas. Um, yeah. I, Not our new car. No, it's much better on gas, but we're all doing things. We're all going like, to harm. We're so. literally all doing things that are harming the environment. I don't right. know anybody that doesn't use plastic mm-hmm. or burn fossil fuels. For some, I mean, At some point. There was a thing called Plastic Free July. Um, hashtag all over Twitter and Facebook. And I was like, that's a good idea. Like the dairy free February, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I stopped and I was like, that's impossible. Yeah. Like, can you even drink like soy milk without plastic? Um, can you buy? Yeah, those aren't, those aren't plastic. The only thing plastics on that is the cap. The cap. But yeah, what? Do you know what I How put? hard would it be to go a whole month without purchasing plastic? That'd be insane. It'd be, I mean, it'd be a fun yeah, I don't know if I can thing to try, but we, I mean, the f- how, how would you eat? I don't know. Like I mean, I, okay, I don't, you threw a curveball at me. I sorry. You have to buy like cans of beans. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because you couldn't buy like frozen food. That's plastic. Yeah, you couldn't buy, I mean, you could. Containers you could just, are all plastic. Just vegetables, I guess. Plastic bags. I don't use those plastic bags when we go no, to the grocery store. No, you just store. throw it into the I cart. Do. It's really funny. <laughs> but now I guess that makes sense. <laughs> well, it's annoying because I don't use them in the fridge. Lisa just like throws handfuls of onions <laughs> and then the garlic. And like when she goes up to the counter, she just throws them all up it's onto the. fine. <laughs> Anyways, um, do you know what I put in our Amazon cart today? What? <laughs> like like wood toothbrushes that I saw, <laughs> I saw something about how toothbrushes don't biodegrade and so they're I, all plastic yeah well so um we needed some new toothbrushes so I was gonna buy some they're like ten dollars for like five of them and they're like I don't know what they're made of they got to be made out of like wood or cardboard or that's the cool thing there are something like the straws we got from the little kitchen truck yeah yeah they I were biodegradable you. yeah you're like you got straws but they were. They're biodegradable. There are options. Yeah, and I guess the more we attempt to do this mm-hmm. reduction of plastic, the more companies are going to respond to it. Why I yelled at our server, and she was very responsive. I'm like, put those back. Yeah. She was like, Jesus um, Christ, what's wrong with this lady? But that story was everywhere. That wasn't just like a I'm off in little vegan la la land. Mm-hmm. Um, that was mainstream. But um, as always, well, they said just to wrap this one up um, that. It, the prediction was that if meat and dairy companies continue to engage in their destructive practices, the animal agriculture sector will produce 80% of the greenhouse gas emissions, um, the maximum allowable emissions set forth by the parable, sorry, the Paris Climate Change Agreement by 2050. So it'll max out just what we've agreed, not we, but <laughs> what they've agreed to. Mm-hmm. And we're still in it until 2020, I think. Okay. Um, but, eh, but then you get into... This is where it gets complicated with politics um, intertwined with science. You know how you have these world governments or these, you know, country governments coming into this world agreement Mm -hmm. and then, you know, funding gets involved Mm -hmm. and then science gets involved and then you have, you know, political divides and there's, yeah, there's people in this country and other countries that see those numbers as skewed. Is the greenhouse gas emissions causing global warming? Uh, that's a big debate. Is that, but is that what people think? Yeah. Okay. And so it's the greenhouse effect. So we, oh yeah, we emit these, um, gases into the ozone and, and you know, the heat comes in. in and then it can't get out. Okay. And best way I've heard it explained in high school was like when you leave your windows roll up in your car, the reason your car gets so hot is because the heat comes through the glass into the car 
but then it can't leave. Mm -hmm. So it's stuck in there. Um, and that's what's happening to the earth. Um, no one's, I guess, arguing that the heat or sorry, that the, the climate isn't fluctuating. Mm -hmm. It's just the argument is, are we causing, are we causing and to what degree and can we stop it? And is it worth, I think it's a stupid, um, argument because I don't necessarily like, not that I don't care about global warming. I think that has maybe like some dire effects, but I think it's stupid for someone to spend so much time when it's very obvious that we're screwing up our world in other ways, you know? Yeah. Like we're polluting our world. There's freaking Texas size masses of plastic in the ocean. There's species being gone. Like that's not all just due to green or the climate change. It's due to what we've done to our earth. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like that's what I feel. It's you've so said it silly. a few times. Like what's, what's the worst case scenario here? Let's say human beings are not causing any climate change whatsoever. We're still screwing our yeah. earth up. Like, Taking royally. all these steps to reduce emissions, to reduce smog, to reduce water damage. To re yeah. I mean, the, what's, there's nothing bad in that no. regardless of whether or not Florida is going to be underwater or something. Yeah. Um, that's doesn't have to be the argument. That's that's, that's a nice logical meet in the middle mm -hmm. um, argument there. No, it's it's I'm screwing both sides. Like the side that's like <laughs> you both suck. Yeah, that it's like global warming's decimating our environment, and then the other side like it's not happening. Like I both of you take a look out your front door, and you can shut up and stop eating meat. Like uh, well, this is kind of fun. Um, I always like to, especially when it comes to articles that oppose. Um, our vegan arguments. Mm -hmm. I like to see what where they're coming from financially. Yes. Um, so I thought I'd kind of do that in reverse on this one. Okay. And this is the so that remember this is the IATP, the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying so they did this huge study that showed that you know again these oil companies are just as bad as animal agriculture. So yeah. I was wondering the IAT people said that this. They're the ones that did the study okay. and said that, you know, the animal agriculture is causing all this destruction. Okay. And who is IAT sponsored by? That's what I was trying to figure Beyond out. Beyond And uh, they were found. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's almost what's being argued here. So there's a site called uh, untrusted.net. Oh, that sounds totally legitimate. It's it's activist facts. So it, it, I'm sure it's not it, Russia. It takes you, it could be, it takes you backwards um, through any activism, whether whatever it may be mm -hmm. to what's funding it. Um, but this is saying that the founder of this, which is from 86, um, has his own like organic coffee uh -huh. company. And, that <laughs> and he runs it out of the same building as this institution. And this is a far stretch. So I thought it was kind of funny. Conspiracy. says IATP is a prime example of a nonprofit that engages in, quote, black marketing the public disparagement of one set of products in order to turn a profit with the competition. So by condemning conventional methods of agriculture, um, the IATP is hoping to drive the American market towards organic only stuff, um, which is something that he owns a segment of the popular, oh, but it's, he is like a, a coffee. Yeah, like I'm going to hear this and go buy organic coffee. It was a really big stretch, but um, I thought it was funny. I don't know. Like, Everyone's everyone's hating on everything, but I've I figured with such 
a damning article uh-huh. against such big, big people big people that you were going to have some people opposing it. So that's kind of why I went looking for this and I mm-hmm. found it quickly. Um, I also found the weirdest thing in the world. What? Um, it's nothing to do with any of this. From mm-hmm. Pork. Uh, this is called <laughs> like Pork.net. Okay. <laughs> and it's it's a, a farm journal. Like, like a magazine. Dot com. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Dot coms are more expensive than dot nets. Are they? Yep. We have a dot com. That's um, we're high class. We're big time. Uh, but this is like a pork magazine for like farmers. Oh. And, it's, and uh, this is totally unrelated. It's kind of related because it's, it's trying to disparage people who are animal Faith. activists. Okay. Each year, the Animal Agriculture Alliance releases reports from major animal rights conferences. We, which is the people reading pork.net, we believe it's critical for us in animal agriculture to understand what strategies and and tactics will be used against us. We released our report from the 2018 Animal Rights National Conference. So this is... They had like spies go into the Into the Animal Rights Conference. It says, rather than summarize the conference for you, I'd like to once again let the activists speak for themselves. So they're like setting this up like, you're about to hear the craziest shit you've ever heard. Yeah. What'd they say? There's a few of these. It's like, owning another living being is an act of violence. Like, oh. they don't even have to, ex- like, they're not even explaining these. They're saying these will speak for themselves how ludicrous and, they yeah. are. And they're not at all. Uh, hens can never have reproductive freedom. Eggs don't just happen. Wait, wait. I don't know. Hens can never have reproductive freedom. Eggs don't just happen. Uh, yeah. Apparently, they want hens to have reproductive freedom. I don't know. I, I think that the biggest issue in our country right now are hens' reproductive rights. That's that's a it's, bit. That's, you do have that sticker on the car. I think that's <laughs> uh, a huge issue that should be addressed. One of the shocking statements was, the best thing we can do, question mark, stop eating meat. That's... <laughs> It's just a normal statement. I do believe that all farming and slaughterhouses are cruel. Our movement must adopt all avenues, the methodical and radical. Okay, there we go. Um, Getting a little warmer. Yeah. Here's a scary one. If we can rescue animals, we must rescue them. (laughs) (laughs) So the pork people are like, these are like the crazy people. Yeah, then they wrap it up by saying, it's clear that these groups and individuals are willing to be extreme and aggressive in their quest for animal liberation. Well, when you we need to be informed like that, and stay ahead. You're like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde over there. You're like, we should rescue animals. <laughs> it's clear these people are evil. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's amazing though. Yeah. I do believe that all farming and slaughterhouses are cruel. Hmm. Um, well, they are. Oh, here's a good one. We are accountable at the gates places. of heaven for how many people we lead to veganism and how many we don't. Well, this isn't a religion. So we can skip church now. That's, that's a bit. Lisa beats your meat. It's getting us into the into pearly heaven? gates. Okay. That's a bit. I feel you. Oh, this is from stretch. the Jewish vegan movement. The Jewish vegan movement. I didn't know there was a Jewish vegan movement. Huh. Interesting. Okay, that was a big side note, but not really. That was going along with the same theme that there's going to be way different, you know, ideas out there. But people, well, people some people think that saying... The Don't best eat. thing we can do is stop eating meat is a radical, terrible, insane idea. Well, um, I mean, if it's their livelihood to sell meat, then yeah, I would probably say that too. Yeah, that's a good point. 
But that's not my livelihood. My livelihood is this podcast and selling houses. If anybody's yes. looking for a home. If you don't want to if you don't want to get on Patreon and give us a dollar a month, you live in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, or Ohio in general. The whole state. I'm licensed to sell and buy in Ohio. And she's good. I'm just kidding. I already no. have one on the books, man. She's not kidding. For real. If you're in Columbus and you need a real estate agent or you know someone who does. Mm-hmm. Lisa's got she's got a good hookup. You do yes. work for I think one of the bigger better companies yeah. in yeah, the I city. Think, I think they're a nice CRT. CRT. They're like legit. Well, let's. I, f- sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. I was going to talk about my business cards and how they're funny. They're great. I had to get headshots. It was like mortifying. You have to put one on. Lisa beats your meat now. I want to put the one of me not smiling. Put them all and make that the last one. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. that You'll see that on Lisa beats your meat in the next couple of days. Okay. I'll hold her to that. Moving on. Um, the last story. Should have started Is this, this the one. Tick? It's the coolest one. Yeah, the tick. Um, dun, dun, dun. Our friend who gets pretty deep into he's Mr. Conspiracy. Yeah, the, well, he's deep into the internet. Whether it's penny stocks or science, he's a science teacher. Scientific exploration. Ask him who did nine eleven. He goes into some bizarre stuff. So, like a year ago, it's funny. I was scrolling back in our text messages to find this article. He sends me an article saying that there's this tick that apparently is causing people to be allergic to red meat. Yeah. We read it and we were like, haha. I did um, read it and I assumed you did. Oh, I did. But at the time, um, there had only been like five cases of this. Okay. And then I this think it was. This isn't from like The Onion? No. Like a whole or year CNN. later. His, 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 (laughs) good one, good one. Uh, His first article was from some bizarre website I've never heard of, which most of the articles he sends me are from. But a lot of, most of them do end up becoming mainstream news, Mm -hmm. and this did. So a year later, he sent it to me, um, and it's an NPR article. So it's legit. It's yeah, it's legit. It's on. I have a popular science article. I have an NPR article. Um, There's a. Where are these ticks? There's a Fox News. There's a CNN. Well, they're called the Lone Star Tick. So Lone Star is um, that because it's like cattle no they originated in texas um but so far um where's my map here um they take up so the eastern side of texas um north all the way up to just about michigan and then the whole east coast okay so they found these pretty much the whole right side of the united states of america pretty in much your, right up the middle in your head when you said the east coast did you say never eat salty waffles or soggy waffles no. or do you can you i think are, i got past that it took a while i just did it in my head you were like the east coast and quickly in my head i was like never eat oh oh you mean that part of the country <laughs> well this is what they called where i grew up the northeast oh i guess so it's not like geographical said. it's more like yeah it was called the northeast okay Central Ohio. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Midwest, so. Um, but anyways, the uh, I do do that if, if I'm like heading north, mm-hmm. and then it's like yeah. I need to go east. Never eat. In my soggy head, waffles. I have to go to the do right. You say never eat soggy waffles. No, shredded wheat. But that doesn't make sense because I we love do shredded love wheat. Shredded wheat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't matter. James had a different one. Yeah. I don't know what it was. All the kids stuff is new these days. I know. It's all politically correct. He was like singing the trick or treat song and it was like nothing about pulling someone's pants down or anything <laughs> like that. It was like the one with the polka dot dress and I was like, What? Yeah. 
boring world we live in yeah sorry okay so in the east it's this- a, it's the eastern half of the united states with the exception of like the top of new york new hampshire vermont and the top of maine but don't you get aren't there ticks and uh they give you lyme disease yeah let me not lyme disease is obviously a pretty serious Lime. issue it's not lyme right yeah especially in the in the northeast too I don't think we have it much out here in Ohio. We have a lot of ticks. We don't have Lyme. Um, Lyme's disease. I used to get mad ticks. Like I would come home from camping like when I was a child and they'd pull like four of them off my head. Yeah. See, when I saw one here on a dog, I got freaked out because like in New York and I'm sure I think like Pennsylvania and a lot of these northeastern states, Mm -hmm. Lyme disease is so rampant that you're supposed to it's like a big deal. You have to save the tick and you have yeah. to bring it to the hospital and, yeah. and make sure it didn't have it. Because if, it's like, if it's that goes undiagnosed, like it's going to screw you up really bad. I think we talked about this. I pulled a tick off of Sam and I tortured it to death. <laughs> Maybe we didn't talk about that. Yeah. We did and you maybe edited it out. It was, the, it was a very cruel thing. It's not very vegan of no. you. Well, it was like you have to pull the tick off entirely so they don't get like embedded in there because it'll get like infected you know if you like leave a head or something inside of the dog but then something came over me where i was like you were trying to come after my dog like i just got real protective and then like i don't i think i was like trying to like squeeze it to kill it but like it was going too slow and then it wasn't dying ticks are like kind of hard to kill yeah but i'm not gonna lie there was definitely a part of me that like I did a little bit of it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it wasn't nice of me. And I don't well, even like, I shoo like flies outside, but this tick, this tick came after my dog. Wasn't cool with that. Well, just for the record, if you come across a tick. A lone star tick? Or any tick, you probably already know this, but they used to say, um, put burn it off, Vaseline over it or no. hold a match to it. And it'll just it'll take, back out. No, but yeah. they don't do that. That's no, because apparently, if you do either of those two things, it will back out, but it'll regurgitate on its way out. That's so disgusting. the damage is done. The ticks out, but the damage is done. So you're supposed to do just tweezers and pull tweezers. it all out. Yeah, even if you don't get it all out, if you rip its body off yeah. and leave its head in you, it's okay. It's okay. better than getting it to back out with we always with just a use match. tweezers or my mom's nails. Cause yeah, that's that just... works too. Well, anyways, there's a tick that, for real, um, causes a red meat allergy. What's the allergy? Um, well, I can explain. Like, are we talking like, oh, my my tummy hurts, or no? Is it like- well, I'll give you. This is a real life uh, instance, but like I said, there's been over five thousand of these cases in the past 5, couple of years. Thousand? Five thousand. At first, there's, it was five. There's five thousand people out there that can't eat red meat anymore. Yeah. So this woman, ooh, a realtor. Her name is Laura, um, who lived in Maryland, was diagnosed with an allergy last year. Um, She's walking trail with her dog, got bit by a tick, and then this is her speaking. I found the tick three to four inches to the left of my hip bone. At the time, she says she didn't think much of it. I just took it off and threw it away. Which way of the left? Wait. Oh, my gosh. Put your fingers up in the air. (laughs) Moving it. Three weeks later, she ate an Italian-style pork sausage for dinner. She had a horrible reaction. And this is the typical reaction. In uh, the middle of the night, I woke up covered in hives, um, itching and scratching, felt lightheaded. She experienced stomach aches and other uh, digestive issues. So that's pretty much what the allergy does. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably just thought she had like a bad sausage. Though. No, I guess it's like terrible. It's insane. Um, 
Let's see where where the other list of <gasps> symptoms. Maybe James got bit by a tick. <laughs> Maybe he had <laughs> no, a really bad digestive issue. Yeah, but he was here for a while and didn't get. I don't know. Well, that's another story. Um, hives, itching, vomiting, diarrhea. Um, but for a while, they didn't know what the heck was going on. Um, so an allergist gave her a blood test to look for what's called an alpha-gal uh, meat allergy that they discovered. How would they know? Um, the test came back positive. She this is like some like a uh, house, you know? Yeah. Well, like, that, like the allergist is probably like, I know what this is. It's an allergy to meat. There was she an, was probably like, that's the most obscure thing I've ever yeah. heard. No, there was an article about how they accidentally figured it out. Okay. Um, but then once they figured out that there was one, they tried to figure out... This is going to be a house episode. ...what's causing it. Like, mm-hmm. how does it happen? Because apparently it's, like, strictly... Uh, even though in, in this article on NPR it says that... Uh, let's see here. That it's not just red meat. It says, when the test came back positive, she was told to avoid all red meat, including beef, pork, and lamb. Despite a long-running campaign marketing, um, it is the other white meat. Pork is still classified as red meat. What makes I didn't a know meat that. red or white? What it looks like, I okay. guess. Um, but pork is red meat. Um, essentially, it's a, it's a mammal. Are we red meat? Have we talked yeah, about this? We're we are red, red meat. meat. So I never thought about it like this, but this particular allergy it's a carbohydrate called galactose alpha one and then three galactose alpha gal is most mammal um, cell membrane so the allergy doesn't extend to non-mammal meat so poultry and seafood are fine okay so red meat i guess comes from a mammal i never thought of it like that so white meat okay is birds and seafood is seafood um, so you can still eat chicken and fish. You just can't eat um, mammals, steak, mammals. Yeah, just weird to think about. Dolphins. Um, they couldn't eat those. She said, "I thought it was completely crazy because I've eaten dairy and red meat all my life." But she quickly realized the diagnosis was spot on. Meat and dairy triggered her symptoms. Um, so this is a bizarre story, but it's just becoming more and more common. It's like um, there's cases in Sweden, Germany, Australia. Um, the Lone Star Tick expanded range to the southeast. Now there's documented cases further north, including New York, Maine, and Minnesota. Um, so now it's a lot more common to test for it. I bet there's going to be some crazy animal rights people that like, like send this tick out. You know? <laughs> Just get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Reproduce it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be insane. That'd be so like, I mean, that's messed up, but it's also kind of not messed up. Yeah. I just forgot. It makes you wonder like on a bigger pot talk Tuesday mm-hmm. sense of it all. Like is the earth just really in charge and <gasps> yeah. we're just overdoing it with animal consumption and the earth's just being like, okay, we're going to have to correct this. That's a good point. By making... I mean, what if this spread like the plague? Right. And, and all it of a seems sudden, like it could. It's a tick. Yeah, it you could. You can't stop ticks. Yeah. Um, very bizarre. I'm trying to... I wish I could explain this a little better. That's but like... Um, there was a movie with, I think, Mark Wahlberg in it where like the wind killed people. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. There, it was some sort of like apocalyptic thing where like massive amount of people were dying from... It was like the oxygen produced by trees and the whole it was actually like it was like a stupid movie. But like the premise of the movie was really like 
cool in that it was like we're overpopulated. We've kind of screwed up this earth. And so the earth was going to just cut us just down a little it, bit. Take it back. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just like we can't we can't handle this anymore. We're going to we're just going to kill some of you. And that's just what I mean. Natural disasters, not to be morbid, but natural disasters used to keep our population in check a little bit. Yeah, we. T- I think we talked about that a little bit, but it's not. It's uh, not a nice thought. But Joe it's true. Rogan had a some kind of archaeologist on who's talking about the pyramids and stuff, mm-hmm. and he was arguing that based on the the water lines and mm-hmm. the erosion levels, that they're a lot older than we think. We've thought, mm-hmm. and that there was a generation that was so sophisticated that we can't even fathom it. Um, but then it was wiped out to a very small amount hmm. to the point where everything went back to the beginning. And hmm. that's why those pyramids are so, we still don't even understand how they're done. Um, but that, that, that human beings got so sophisticated and then they got wiped out by like a nuclear, um, what was it called? There was what? a nuclear bomb? No. When, uh, <laughs> volcanoes, when they erupt, oh, yeah. like a super volcano can cover the sun and you have a nuclear winter, they call oh. it. So you're, you go in it, like, thousand years of no sunlight or something yeah. would kill off most of the population yeah. and then it had to start over and that Jeez. that could happen anyways this tick is the real Death. deal so here's how they think this is the there's a couple different theories that i've read here like so why the tick causes the why allergy. yeah and this is science stuff so you know it's not always our favorite but uh, <laughs> so the, the reason our bodies can't recognize and react to the alpha gal as a foreign molecule is that we don't already have it in our cells. If we did, an allergy to alpha gal would actually present some kind of autoimmune disorder where the body starts attacking itself. But since we don't create it already, your immune system is free to start attacking it whenever you eat red meat. Okay. Um, so because it, we're mammals. And that yeah, and that's what allergies are. So anyone who suffers from allergies knows this, your body takes a beating in the process of attacking what it mm-hmm. thinks is dangerous. Um, and that's where you get the hives, the itching, the diarrhea. Okay. Um, so an allergy is like when your nose is sniffly and your eyes are watering, that's your body trying to get rid of something that it thinks is bad. Yeah. Like, like those like symptoms aren't, cat hair. aren't necessarily like the problem. That's That's a symptom of what's going on in your body. Yeah, your body trying to... It's correct something that it might allergies not necessarily need to are weird i do not understand allergies like you said like just allergies in general you said your allergies got better when you became vegan and that's cool but you still definitely get hit by allergies like yeah they're better but yeah they, they still get me I, j- I just don't understand them i don't understand why some people get them and some people don't and they've changed yeah like there's like trends historical trends on that i mean like the peanut butter allergy that one like i yeah. do understand that you didn't um like expose a lot of people didn't expose their kids to peanuts so then they just it was like a foreign body and then they i don't know but why are nuts in general way higher in allergies instead of you know another substance they're just i don't get them they're crazy i it's I don't get it. It's, and now ticks are it's the causing biggest annoyance in my life for sure. Um, it's but I wish it was my life about you. Yeah, I wish it was something I could just simply avoid. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, like it's your environment. going into a friend or family's house or going into work or going into yeah a place. Yeah, I can't just say no to that. But you can just say no to me. So, so people have ticks now that are causing and you can get over this. Like people have like time does have it go away, but it takes. A long time. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's a really interesting thing, and I like I said, it was very obscure when I first read about it, and we we were gonna just mention it on the podcast, but and then now it's mainstream. Over the past year, it's becoming more and more um, common. So there's tons of different articles and theories on it. Um, but the only thing it's not a theory is that there's a tick that can causes. bite you that will cause you to have a severe reaction to the things you might have been eating your whole life. When you get bit by the tick, is it the actual tick bite any different from a normal tick? No. How are you going to no, know? You're not. Um, so, But when you go in with these symptoms, if you haven't tied them back to behavior, mm-hmm. which I would never. No one I'm would. not good at that. Some people can be like, oh, I I didn't eat this and this is what I was allergic to. But I guess you know you hear about people with like celiac disease for like 40 years before they figure it realized out. it was just I could choose not to eat that, this or that. That's crazy. That's another allergy that's crazy. Yeah, it's bizarre. You know, like why do some people have celiac disease and some people don't? And but then it's like, me. I don't get people who are like anti-gluten in general and I think it's cuz the gluten from like the wheat plant, they said that the the wheat plant is one of the most like highly modified plants that we have so that that modification that's a GMO that that's unhealthy just in general. Yeah, that's I, don't not, know. That's totally I tried right. to watch that documentary. I fell asleep. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, that's it for the tick thing. But if that's you want to see where I got that info, it's it's a PBS article. Just put in if you just start if you type in tick that tick. like it'll finish it for you. Causes red meat allergy. <laughs> like it's there's tons of articles that Google come up. Hmm. Um, but interesting. Just be vegan. I guess it doesn't matter. I've never had a tick on me. Knock You've on never wood. had a tick bite? I don't get mosquito bites. I'm just I'm number one. Magical. Covered in mosquito bites currently. Yep. I still <laughs> have I, every summer now, this is the third summer running, I get some sort of weird blistery skin rash that I just get. I Our front yard looks terrible because I refuse to go out there and landscape because I'm going to get some sort of. It's so horrible. It's horrific. I'll get out there. Yeah, and then, um, you know, bugs just, they eat me alive. I've had so many tick bites. Like, when I was growing up, I was always in the woods because my dad had land down in southern Ohio, and literally, like, I think my record one time was, like, pulling four ticks off of my head. That's disgusting. It is, but, like, what am I supposed to do? Not play in the woods? (laughs) (laughs) I don't... I don't know. It's not like I like mean to get bit by stuff or mean to like get all these things. Some deet on you or something. No, I don't know. I'm just covered. I was thinking about it. That's why I like, like I like summer because I wasn't working, you know. But now that I've got like a different job lifestyle, like I am not. Summer kind of sucks for me. Well, you're very pregnant too. I'm really pregnant. yeah. Yeah. Actually, some lady at this open house that I did today was like, "I bet you wish it." felt like this every day or something and I was like yeah but to be honest like I'm just really uncomfortable like I'm at my threshold for uncomfortableness whether it's 90 or 60 yeah like it doesn't it could be like a really pleasant day out I'm still really uncomfortable sitting standing laying is cool for like (laughs) 10 minutes and then I gotta switch to the other side then I gotta go back to the other side I can't even lay on my back with Bob when I was pregnant I could lay on my back like you weren't supposed to. The only thing yeah. that sucked was like the guilt of laying on my back. But now, <laughs> like, I it's actually uncomfortable to lay on my back. It's awful. Struggle is real, young lady. And I still have like close to two months to go. And that's the worst. Is that like people see you and they're like, oh my god. Like we went to a party. What was it yesterday? Yeah. yeah, it was like a surprise birthday party, and 
literally this guy just came up to me and was like, and he looked like he was like a well-to-do gentleman. He was like, wow, you're pregnant. And I was just like, Thanks, yeah. Man. But like, I also was like, that's what everyone's thinking. Thank you. Like, that's that's an honest, thank you. It was an honest statement. Yeah, you don't always see it quite like that. Yeah. And then he was like, congratulations. I was like, thanks. <laughs> and then I go into like my generic spiel of like, it's a boy. I have a boy at home. And they're like, oh my God, yeah. God rest your soul. He's eight months old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Close. No. No. But that's it. That's Lisa Beats Your Meat, season two, episode one. Mm-hmm. No, nothing's really different except um, our goal is there'll be one every Monday or early in the week. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, we, I can't, we can't four make month. an empty prat. Yeah, four a month is the goal. Yeah. That's Especially if the people start kicking in on the Patreon, we'll, yeah. we'll have an obligation to fulfill. Do you know what my goals um, are? Is just like to get through the day. Okay. Literally. Well, you start thinking about the podcast more when you're getting through your day. I can think about the podcast 100% when I'm not with a child literally sitting on my blood vessels right now. Oh, yeah. We we should have done a shot of whiskey to start the show. Yeah. Well, I can't. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. September 20th. We'll do that. Um, But, yeah. So, again, iTunes, rate us, or any other place that... You mm-hmm. get a podcast and check out patreon.com forward slash Lisa Beats Your Meat. Check out my like Instagram. A comment section on there. Tell us what you think of it. Anything we could have done better. Maybe you're familiar with the site. We're pretty new to it. Yeah, the Instagram where Lisa will be posting one thing a day. Any uh, <laughs> questions you have, email us or concerns or show ideas. If you want to be on our show, you should let us know. That'd be cool. Yeah, we get a lot of emails from people that that are like super reputable. Yeah, we do. I we we re- reply to all of them eventually. It takes a while, but yeah. just know that if you have emailed lisabeecherme at gmail dot com, we have both read it, and uh, we yeah. really appreciate a lot of that. And you'll probably hear us talk about some of the things that you might have recommended. Um, but we do appreciate um, that ideas. Yeah, and I sent out like some uh, recipes. I emailed a a lady a recipe the other day for the banana pudding. Yep, the infamous banana pudding. We banana don't need to talk about pie. that anymore. Yeah. You know what's funny is I met this we'll end this with this, but yeah. I met Amina's Every show ends with banana, with banana cream, cream pie. pie. I met Amina's boyfriend and so you remember when she came in and she was like, Can I have some pie? And we yeah. were like, No. And I we were like, Did she come home just for this banana cream pie? you know? Um well when I was I met her boyfriend and he's like a really nice guy. But when I was leaving the bar from meeting him, I was like Oh, well, we'll have to have you over for dinner or something like that. And I was like, I'll make banana cream pie. And he was like, yeah, I was in the car and I really wanted some banana cream pie. And I was like, so you did come home just for oh, that banana cream pie. She should have said it was to, to yeah, her boyfriend. I, I would have known that it was to influence. Why did he come? I saw his car up or someone out front. Was it like, was him. I think it was him. That's really funny. Yeah. Well, she must not listen to the podcast because she hasn't brought up how much we talked about her. Yeah. She's upstairs right now. She has <laughs> <she's> no idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. All right. Uh, well, thanks for listening. And yeah, rate us and all that fun stuff. And we'll be back in a week. Heck yeah. All, all right. right. Bye. Good night. We have one last piece of ice. Chomp away. Blah, blah, blah.
chewing ice is like two or three steps down from eating a banana with your mouth open. <laughs> Sorry. It's just chewing, though. I'm done doing with my mouth open. Terrible sound. Well, it's all I want to do. Like, all day long. It's okay. 